Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a, at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is, go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Doll Podcast. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, hey Esteban. How's it happening today? Good. Things are fine, Steve. Yeah, we'll be yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Uh, I'm uh, good. I'm good. Yeah, just uh-huh. trying to stay dry. Okay. Is that going okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good. How about you? Did you guys get a lot of rain up north yesterday? No. Nope. Zero? Uh, there was some, there's some evidence of rain, but, um, we were on the fringes of it, uh, from based on the, uh, the colored, uh, you know, uh, weather maps yeah. that I saw on the news programs. We were on the fringes of it. Yeah. We're getting pounded down here. Oh. I mean, you know, gen- I mean, not like fun pounded, <laughs> like in the basement pounded, but just a lot of rain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Rainy day, Rob. And uh, trying to keep dry and trying to keep everything uh, out of the garage and out of the basement. That's successful for mm, you? Yeah. We, yeah. Yesterday was a good day. And uh, we have these barrels. It's, it's a long story. But, the, the you know, we're down Rain here. barrels. Hmm? Rain barrels? Um, sort of. They're just they're in the ground barrels. Mm-hmm. And uh, the water drains into them, and then theoretically they leach out into the soil. And yeah, but we don't really have soil here; we have clay. Okay, um, like my it's like because I live in a world of it's basically claymation. I'm not real. Uh, mm. Dino mm-hmm. uh, Stamatopoulos is moving me, oh. and then it looks like Stop I'm stop motion clay person. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, it's been somewhat convincing that you've been a human. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's Dino. You know, he does he does good work. Mm-hmm. Guy's creative. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, no, we, um, yeah, no, everything's good here. It's, uh, we have these, uh, these barrels, right? And so there's, uh, it's a long story. I don't want to get into all the, the details of Steve versus Westerns or Western Springs versus Steve Dahl or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Uh, these barrels don't, we have one, two, three, four, eight of them, and they're 50-gallon barrels, so that's 400 gallons of water. So you'd think that would be enough um, runoff, enough to contain the runoff from the driveway, even though we are downhill from a couple of homes. So all of their stuff runs, well, not all of it. Frank, the plumber stuff doesn't run into my driveway but the other guy the guy in melted crayon does mm-hmm. uh, although i mean you know that house that house was there when i moved in so. so so these barrels fill up but then they can't really empty out even though they're in a gravel pit but there's beyond the gravel it's just clay so uh, now my new one of my new things i have to do between storms is pump them out oh, oh yeah. yeah. kind of like the guy in the woodstock movie that's pumping out the porta potty but but it's not yucky. I mean, well, you know. Uh, but uh, so I pump. I I have to pump those out. Like you use you water the lawn with those, or um, I we I could yeah. 
Um, I didn't. I just pumped him right into the uh, street. <laughs> pumped it right into the street last night. I got a uh, yeah. I got a sixteen hundred gallons uh, per hour a pump. Uh, ran it for uh, about a half hour, and that's the eight hundred gallons. And so we're ready. To, I'm ready to go. Bring on the next storm. And there is another storm coming in, and I knew it was going to be bad because Cheryl Scott had to put on that dress that zips unzips in the front last night just to break the just to break the you know the news to me, which I appreciated. Hmm. Custom news just for you. Well, I mean, you know, it's the, that's the dress I that's the one that I you know I asked Janet about, and mm-hmm. uh, she, she didn't seem to mind it last night when I made that joke. So I think we're good. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Happy to hear that. Things are smooth at home. Uh, Cheryl yeah. Scott can enter the scene safely. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think there's any real danger of uh, Cheryl Scott and, and me hooking up. So, <laughs> yeah, I bet everyone's. everyone's <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice are. if she, she showed up knocking at your door? <laughs> well, I don't think so. I think that would be bad. <laughs> Well, Janet wouldn't give you a pass on that one. No, I she don't came think so. to. She came. I she Janet has given out all the passes she's going to give out. <laughs> there are no more free passes for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, no, oh. I'm, I'm that uh, that checkbook is empty. Okay, Z- zero right. checks. Just a bunch of receipts with really with horrible acts written across them. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Permaplaked. Mm-hmm. Well, no, she's Janet's pretty good about uh, you know letting things go, yeah. Which is key if you're going to be married to me for forty five years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, we're just getting some rain, and but I kind of like the you know going out and I I went um, uh, Leslie Kyling Lane Closure, her husband passed away, and so I went to his wake oh. last night. Oh gosh, yeah, and. Uh, when I got home from that, I uh, I was glad I went because it was nice to see her. I hadn't seen her in a while, and she was a big part of uh, you know my show, our show, for for a long time. And um, so I got when I got home, I, p- I pumped out the you know all four barrels, all eight, all eight, all barrels. eight, right into the street. Wow. And I sit out there and I wait for somebody from the village to come and, you know, talk to me about it. But they don't. So they actually that, drive past and they don't stop. So Is that something that the village put in or did you no, install that? No, it's, it's a really long story and it involves the neighbors that live no. downhill, fr- downstream from me who covered mm-hmm. up the swale, which is supposed to be where the water goes. And it, it's a really long, complicated, uninteresting s- story, which I think I've, you know told sections of before but mm-hmm. um whatever it's just uh uh we're just pumping it pumping it out into the street it's a real art getting rid of water it is it, is. <laughs> it really is well yeah. they've got some new storm drain surcharge around here now so they're ch- mm-hmm. they're charging they're charging us extra anyway uh based on our um the porous I don't want to say the porousness, and I don't want to say porousosity, but, you know, like based on how many hard surfaces you have in your yard and how much runoff there is from your yard. So I think we're already at the max. So so what, what, what allowances are you supposed to make? I mean, isn't rain an act of God? 
Yeah, um, you're not. Su- you're supposed to have things that will, you know, like we have a brick driveway, and so that counts that against goes against us. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so they want you to have a sand driveway. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what a grass driveway. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we have a pool. The pool is kind of like a reservoir. It does actually hold a ton of water. So does that give from, you a few bonus points then? No. I know, I know, and I was like, dude, this is like a reservoir. This is like yeah. a, like a, you know, like, um, uh, what do they call those? A retention pond. Yeah. But they were like, no, it's already got water in it. I know, I said, I know, but it, like the water goes up like five or six inches. That's, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't pump that out into the street until everybody's sound asleep. So. <laughs> Good citizen stuff all around. From yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck all of them. You know what I'm saying, Brendan? Uh, we got a lot of rain. Fuck to- Western yeah. Springs, man. The, the way they treated you as a youth. <laughs> sending you off to you know juvenile work camps and stuff for your wicked behavior. That's right. Yeah. Western Springs punk. Yeah. I, so, yes. No. Go ahead. No, I, I, I feel you. I uh, We got a lot of rain in the city as well, and so I've been holding off on doing laundry or, or doing a load of the dishwasher because... Uh, Wow! Wanna, wanna you want to add to the, the strain? Yeah, they they asked you know for the greater good. So really, you know, the greater good. You all get it. Man, I'm a baby boomer, man. I said fuck the greater. Yeah, good. man. What do you got to lose? Fuck it. Well, I'm I'm from the the you know coming right out of. I was we were sired by the loins of the greatest generation, mm-hmm. and we have become the worstest generation. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we're all idealistic <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Because uh, our parents love. did all the fucking fighting and everything. Yeah, they made it safe for you fuckers to grow soft and rich. Mm-hmm. Yep, and complain about everything. Yeah, and and before that, you know, our grandparents, uh, you know, living through the de- you know, World War One and the Depression and all that. Right, feeding yeah. a family of four f- on a single beet <laughs> mm-hmm. a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, luckily, I yeah I, that, that would be okay with me. I like beets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm you know I'm good. Everything everything's good here, um, and uh, it was nice to see. I saw I saw Vinny Argento over there because what? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, he okay. worked. Vince has worked with and for and or around me since he was nineteen. So yeah. he definitely had uh, contact with Lane Closure. Yeah, and uh, well, let's see, Wendy Snyder. Saw Wendy Snyder. Hey. Nice. And uh, Joy Masada mm-hmm. and her husband, Duke, whose who's name is really Gary, but he looks like Duke Kahanamoko, you know, Duke the surfer. Mm-hmm. Um, Kahanamoko, I guess. And uh, who else did I see? I saw, I saw some other people that I, that I think I saw Judy Pilak. Hmm. Okay. Do you know who she is, Brendan, from WBBM AM? Yeah, yeah. Does she have blonde rings hair? Rings a bell. Rings a bell. Yeah. Um, uh, there, were, it, it, there were a lot of people. In, you know, I was hard. It was hard to keep track of everything. But, and I saw the woman who was on Channel Nine the day that we had the garage sale, and she came out and did the, uh, the live uh, hits as they call them, from the garage sale out at Rivers Casino. And what is her name? She's very nice. I think. I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, huh. um, I was glad I went. Yeah, I don't Good. necessarily like going to those things. I don't. I suppose most people don't, because you know you're going there because someone 
is dead. Right. And there's really nothing that you can say, which I finally have learned. Like you just, the fact that you're there is really kind of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like to yeah, show love and support. So yeah, that's yeah. what people remember. They don't yeah. remember what you said. Yeah. So had he been ill? Um, I had heard a couple of things about yeah him being uh, in hospice. So I uh-huh. that never that's no that's a bad thing. I I believe I I don't know for sure because I you know. Now, had Jana gone with me, uh, Leslie would have gotten, and her daughter, Allie, who last time I saw her, she was in grade school, and now she's getting married, and she's in her 30s, and she lives, she works for Apple Computers out in Cupertino, so. Hmm. Yeah. No, and I didn't hit her up for a discount. Oh, come on, man. Well, not, you know, not there. That doesn't seem like the right place. <laughs> you give her your card. You give her your little button thing on the back of your phone. No, I didn't. <laughs> I just gave her my sympathies. And, and, uh, and, you know, condolences from the entire doll family. All eight million of us. So you were flying solo. I'm surprised Janet didn't uh, Because she had to babysit because mm. uh, Henry was having his birthday party over here. Hmm. As they had a swim party in between storms. Oh. And uh, she had to watch Charlie and Violet. Because, mm. you know, they wanted to join in, but... Henry doesn't want him to join in because he's 12 and they're, you know, you know mm-hmm. how it goes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I did the best I could representing the family and uh, I think I did all right. So. Good. But sad. It's, it's, yeah, it's sad, but it's happening more and more, uh, you know, as you, as you get older, it just seems to be happening more and more mm-hmm. to people that, uh, that you know. So. Yeah. And Any- I... Yes, go ahead. Any comedic relief on your part? You, any, well, you, have, it, you know, it's impossible not to love me, mm-hmm. as you yeah. know. Uh, mm-hmm. so, and I bring the love with me. <laughs> so I'm like a guru or something, you know. It's like, uh, it's I, you expected. know, I, it, yes. I mean, that's yeah. the, my only gift is the ability to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have insane orgasms. So those are my only two. And, uh, you know, only one was appropriate. <laughs> In that circumstance, so I went orgasm. Uh, no, I made you know. Yeah, I tried to you know I tried to make it. You have to, man. I, you I, have. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't make fun of like you know oh. the dead person or anything. No, no. no. <laughs> Although you know, back in a corner. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I absolutely don't. But you know what? The first thing I like to do when I get there is sign into that book. Mm-hmm. And, post up. You got to post up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I didn't see the book when I got to the funeral home and I was like, where's the book? Mm-hmm. So I went into the office where the, the undertakers are, mm-hmm. funeral directors, and uh, I asked them if there was a book and they went, of course. And I said, well, where is it? Because <laughs> I don't. It, and then she's, she, she, it's behind that guy in the, in the blue suit. And I said, oh, so mm-hmm. I actually have to go in the room and like as a joke, kind of like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I was just going to say, so you started right away, so, right away, right. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you, you warm up on the on the uh, on the funeral directors because mm-hmm. the it, it's nothing yeah. to them. They're mm-hmm. not straight men. Yeah, you know, they had two they had two dead bodies in there. They were happy. A yeah. lot of the uh, sign in books are automated now. Like they have an uh, online, necessary. yeah. Or not? No, at the place. Oh, have really? Like an iPad oh, yeah. You know, you're of. right. Yeah, like a computer. This was a sign in one, mm-hmm. and I fucked up my address. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> I didn't think there'd be enough room room 
Right, Western Springs. So I put WLS, and then I not WLS, but just WS. And <laughs> all the I, stations you work at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Steve Dahl from WLS. You might remember me. Yeah, we came on right after Rush Limbaugh. Really tried to keep everybody happy there. Keep everybody, you know, kept hatching a new conspiracy every day. So, uh, so I just put WS, and then I start putting the zip code because I figured that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. But then I saw that there was a space after the, that for the zip code. Mm. So, then, so then I crossed out the zip code I put in the address, in the street part, and just you know, so it looks stu- it looks like a moron signed in, basically. Is there and one room, did. Was there enough room for you to put the website address on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you laid that on there? No. I did. I... Uh, I was curious, uh, you know, as to whether or not Gary would uh, yeah. be there because he and uh, Leslie do a podcast together. And he lives like in somewhere in Pennsylvania now. Uh, mm. And uh, he, I, I guess he, they were delayed. That would be Gary and his manager. Oh. Cindy. Uh, they were delayed. But I wanted to say hi to them too. And, but then I waited, you know, I, was, I stayed for an hour. Waiting, but then it was time. It was time to go because it was like yeah. from five to eight. Mm-hmm. So had a nice chat with uh, with Vince Argento's wife, who I hadn't seen in a long time. So yeah, and uh, you know, like that. So it was that. Uh, that's that's what I did. Yeah. Hmm. And then I came home and pumped uh, pump some water. Yeah, yeah, just to feel alive. Yeah, just pump. Eight, eight, Pump uh, eight hundred gallons right into the street. I um, <laughs> fuck it, fuck them. I want to give a kind of a life hack to folks out there. If you're interested in um, you know, making money hand over fist situation, which I think everybody hold on, let me is. get my notepad. Yeah, open a tapas restaurant. Okay. Last night I went out for tapas, met, met some friends from, of Meredith's for the first time who were in from out of town, a couple mm-hmm. of people who are biking all around, you know, like biking hey. from Michigan. And, oh, that, uh, like doing that thing where they bike around the lake or whatever? Super bike people, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging downtown and they, um, and, uh, they wanted to go to a, to a tapas restaurant and it was just Topless? So, tapas, Steve. It's, an in, it's a Spanish style of eating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because um, I wrote down topless. I should cross that out? No, do what you want. Okay, um, how about topless tapas? That's not a bad idea. Anyway, it just was it was delicious food, but my God, were the portions yeah. as tiny as possible. Oh, wow. And was it ex- there was a little quail egg with a <laughs> piece of ham <laughs> and some spices on it. That, like four ways I no just egg. just one 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 of the four people had it it was a 20 dollar food item oh yeah and i and there was like little eggplant compote things that were shaped like tiny ice cream cones <coughs> that were delivered in little wooden pigs <laughs> and those were five dollars each yeah there was a tiny little like you know how you go, there are two sizes of cupcakes. One is a, you know, one is the one that you get six to a little plastic container mm-hmm. or whatever. And then there's the smaller one, which you, 
Yeah, right, where you get like a dozen. Right, and it, it, it enables you to you know, have multiple flavors and really enjoy kind of a banquet of, of cupcakes if there are more flavors. Yeah, that's a, and that's know, a for, good grandkid <clears throat> size yeah. for us. So. And so there was a little slider that was served in a, in a private wooden box for its own, <laughs> its own slider. And the it packaging was, cost more than the food. Yeah. It was, I'm not going to, the food was fucking delicious. It was great. But this little slider, and I mean, it was, and it just was a beautiful, like, little chunk of pork with a spicy sauce and some thinly shaved pickles and a, a salted bun. Mm hmm. Again, served in its own wooden crate. <laughs> sure. Uh, it was $12. <laughs> Do you get to keep the crate? You should. Yeah, it and seems you right. should. Yeah, yeah. Get a hand job from the waiter. <laughs> the um, the uh, so it was and it was one of oh, these who had things. Who the quail egg at the hand job? Where I the did. where the guy? You know, they they just they really obviously want you to uh, buy tons of stuff, buy multiple items, share plate sharing, all uh -huh. that sort of stuff. Um, and slow you down with packaging. Like, how do I open this box? Wow you. They like to wow you. Just, like, distract you, know. And I can't get this box open. It was open-faced, you yeah. know. It was open. It was presented. It would but still it, slow me down, though. Yeah. But the guy was just like, you know, after, once you embrace the comedy of it, I suppose, is the uh, only uh, thing you can do when you realize that you're going to just be spending and spending. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, like... Uh, and they're trying to talk you into the the drink that comes with like that comes that arrives smoking, you know, like it <laughs> comes in a big urn that's blowing off steam. It's like called the Happy Volcano or something, whatever it's called. Uh, and you just, you know, you skip ahead to the other, you know, like they want to encourage you to hear some of the signature drinks here. This mm -hmm. one, you know, and they want to this describe pairs nicely with the quail egg. They want to describe how the juniper berries were harvested and stuff and they try to talk you away from the the standard kind of drinks and stuff huh, you um mean gin <laughs> yeah you know so it's one the, once those 18 dollar drinks finally arrive the lesser you know the the commoner drinks uh and you realize my god that's not even a full drink serving you oh, know and, and it's just like it's such it was such comedy and it was so expensive for what we got, you know, but... Um, Did you have to stop and get, like, stop at McDonald's on the way home? Th that was one of the jokes at the table. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that's, again, Mike, pick to click is... Top tapas. A tapas restaurant for <laughs> yeah. everyone. You can get away with murder, you know. Make it good. Make the food good. Mm -hmm. Right. But have a, a presented in the most blowhardy way you can think of and uh, charge as much <laughs> as... Pick an amount that seems like too much, and then and go double four dollars over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what would be too much for this? I don't know. Yeah. Twenty-four. Let's yeah. make it forty-eight and put it in a little wooden box. And <laughs> let's put everybody in a basement and then crank the music. Awesome. So, yeah. Where uh, do you mind uh, revealing the? It was. I don't even know. It was something. The something pig. Something down on like <laughs> Illinois and Clark or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, God bless him. I'm not saying the f the food was terrific. It was all really good. Little, you know, a tiny yeah. little sort of omelet thing, which is you know maybe maybe like um, as big as a hockey puck, but not quite as thick. <laughs> the purple pig. 
I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, it was. Or the pigtails or something. Because it's like pig, you know, it's like a lot of pig dishes and cocktails. So I think it was like pigtail. Okay. I hate to call them out by name, but, uh, you know, my I hope in court when this is played back that this is, A, just my opinion, and that I have stated that the food was delicious, but my God, was it just humorously expensive. Oh, I, thought, mm-hmm. I know. I'm, I'm here in the ultimate, this is the ultimate tourist experience, mm-hmm. isn't it? You were suckered into a tourist trap. Yeah. In and everyone ta- just was... In your own and, town, man. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, and people and were particularly because it's in this town when it's juxtaposed against the giant portions of most Chicago, re- of traditional Chicago right. restaurants, right. it looks even yep. well, teenier. Let me tell yeah. you, I, I went to, uh, I found Pigtail by Jose Andres. Exactly. Ooh, that's that, oh, you that's the world famous uh, yeah. chef that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, always goes to disasters and feeds people and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know so. what? Okay. So, oh, yeah. uh, good guy. Very good guy. And I, I almost exacted my revenge on the place by stealing the pen when oh. I came to sign the, <laughs> oh, the receipt. But it, was it was a flimsy pen, but oh. it did have his name on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's uh, that must be how he funds all of his feeding. Oh, yeah. of the, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, put of that the, on the menu and I'll, and, right. and I'll maybe feel Half okay. Half of this is $48, but 24 of it is going to feed the people in Ukraine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's price. That's pricey. But uh, feel, he is world famous. Mm-hmm. I feel bad now, but. Uh, no, no, I don't think you have to feel bad. I, uh, I don't, I personally don't. We've talked about this before with Joe on the, on the, on the show. Uh, in Spain, mm-hmm. tapas, each bar has their own specialty, like a small plate that they serve while you're there, you know, drinking. And then you go to the next bar, and they have one, and that's mm-hmm. that's how it's really done. Um, but I don't like to share. I don't like small portions. One, mm-hmm. uh, number two. I don't like to share. I don't like to share my food. Yeah. So I find those places to be extremely disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then to, you know, have to. Well, especially when you're shelling out, you know, twenty dollars for a small thing, mm-hmm. and you feel like protective. It's like, all right. I've only got three shrimp here, yeah. you know, like, and there's mm-hmm. four of us. So it's, yeah. what am I going to do, you know? Did you get the, they look like uh, potato croquettes or something in a glass pig? Did you get those? There were some croquettes, yeah. They were yeah. like the jamon croquettes, and they were real good. Mm-hmm. I think that that seemed, and that was $20 for five. Okay. Um, that, was, that was your value right there. That was yeah, the, that's that's how they give. That's how they bring yeah. it in. It's like mm-hmm. mashed potatoes with a, oh, like get a little ham in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Deep fried mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, Did they come in the glass pig though? Because the, they uh, were they were on some tray. I couldn't tell what it was if it was a glass pig or what. Hmm. Gotcha. All right. Oh. Well, I mean it. Uh, yeah. You can you know you can. You're looking at the menu. The mallet, I think, is what I had. That was my slider. I mean, it was really good. Sure. Yeah, you know, no, it's but good. Gosh. I think he's a good chef. Yeah, no, the yeah. food's food's fantastic. But that guy's. Have you have you, know, you been there, Joe? I haven't been to that one, but I I know the tapas scene pretty well in Chicago. Sure, you do, Matt. Mm-hmm. Of course, you do. Biking and tapas. The they history to, of tapas. They go together. That's why the the friends that were cycling, they, mm-hmm. they you know that's all cyclists eat is tapas. 
they probably wanted to go there, right, Doug? To specifically there to that restaurant. Oh, yeah, I don't, I think, see, I don't I think, see Doug picking that place. <laughs> not so much. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's go to Monk's Pub. Yeah. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you guys ever been to the oven grinder? Hey, you ever have sweet potato fries? You want to oh. throw your peanut shells on the floor? Oh. You guys, this this place is called Portillo's. They also have a, a Barnelli's pasta. Like a, it's yeah. two restaurants in one. Don't t- uh. don't think that when we're driving home. I saw the Portillos. I'm like, <laughs> grab a dog. I think. Uh, yeah. All right. What did what did you have? Um, there was a slide. As well, it's, I think they don't mention the word slider in it, but it's uh, like I think it's called a molet, M O L E T T E. I think yeah. that's the first word of the menu item. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, made up stuff. Yeah, yeah it, mm-hmm. uh, it just the the names of the items. Had nothing, you know. There's no indication what might, what the dish might be without the, without the um, explanation beneath. And and of course the twenty dollar quail egg, which I think was pitched as a taco, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which is just like all right. We scramble the quail egg and oh, we no. lay it out in the. We, we it's of course it's a handmade tortilla with a masa flowing in. No, I think I think the ham serves as the tortilla or oh. the or the egg. I'm not sure. All right. But, well, it um, says here, main menu, Como Come Jose. Mm-hmm. How Jose eats. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's got his name for, you know, I, he seems like he does a lot of good things. So I, yeah. Uh, that, we'll say that, stipulating that. Uh, he's got a name all over this menu. Mm hmm. Um, Jose Andres Chips con Espuma de Queso Valdeon. Mm. Which is yeah? I'm gonna go ahead and Those translate. Those the that nine dollar potato chips. Yes, potato <laughs> chips fried in extra virgin oil <laughs> with go. cheese <laughs> espuma. <laughs> that, I noticed that at the, like at the top of the menu, the nine dollar potato chips with cheese. Yeah, Oof. cheese espuma. Oof. Whatever that, whatever that means. I don't, you know, nacho probably. It's fa- Spanish for nacho. Uh Jamon Iberico de Balata Cortado Amano, bone in Jamon Iberica, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. De Belata Carpe. Bellota. Bellota. Be- oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Bellota. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a specific Jamon? Uh, yes. mm-hmm. From uh, the south of Spain. Okay. All right. We only eat the acorns. It's like when we get mm-hmm. the we get like the the Berkshire pork. Or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, be- Bellota cortado a mano. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're eating someone's hand. Oh. Bone in jamón ibérica de be- bellata? Bellota. Bellota. Mm-hmm. Isn't that baseball? Isn't that yeah. how you say baseball? Baseball. baseball. Mm-hmm. No, pe- oh, pe- ball. Pelota. 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 Hey, mm-hmm. Come on, work with me. Mm-hmm. Work with me, Annie. <laughs> Carved by hand. Oh, that's a. Uh, that's only forty dollars an ounce. Yeah. Ooh, fuck! I'd rather buy cocaine. Ooh. Oh. And those people were biking, so they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. They're like, yeah, we just biked in from Merrillville, yeah. and we're oh, looking we're for some need. I'm like, all right, famished. Uh-huh. Let's, <laughs> you guys want to split an ounce of ham? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. How much you got? On four, you? four ways. Huh. It's right. like, it's 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 a delicious place, but a tapas restaurant is not the place you go to when you're hungry. That's no. what I determined. No, especially because no. you've got you're you're looking at two, at least two hours of driving both ways, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I think you might be talking about the Jose's Taco Con Huevo. Talk to me. Uh, describe it. Mm. Nori, uh, which, is that a Japanese thing? Nori? N-O-R-I? Yeah, I think it is. Or maybe that's the name of a Japanese re- I, I Nori. Let's see. Is it a fish? Yeah, nori is that is the the seaweed that they put uh, sushi in. Oh, okay. Mm. Nori. How, right, I'm out. Right there, I'm out. I don't like seaweed. I don't eat seaweed. I'm not. Do I look it's, like it's a, such a small portion? You barely know it's seaweed, Steve. I, I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just I know I color. look like a whale and everything, but I don't <laughs> eat seaweed. Okay, or krill. <laughs> a big bowl of plankton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nori, jamón mm-hmm. ibérico de be- bellota. Bellota. Mm-hmm. Os- Ocetra caviar. There you go. Mm-hmm. And a quail egg. Yeah. Surf and turf. Yeah. Uh, so I'm th- the nori must sort of be what kind of tacos it together, right? Probably, yeah. That's 19 bucks. Nineteen, yeah. Okay. The quail egg is the size you of a said parakeet. Twenty egg. dog. I said twenty. I guess I. <laughs> well, he put his cat. He put. He tipped. He said, yeah, yeah, "Dog's yeah. a big tipper." And you know what? Yeah. It was only a party of four, but so the guy, you know, split the check, whatever, and the guy brings up to us and goes, and gave us a longing look, which is like, just wanted to let you know there is the gratuity in t- included on the bill. Mm-hmm. But held see- held eye contact because there are, of course. Places for more uh-huh. on, you know, giving you suggestions, two, five, or seven percent additional. Huh. And uh, Julian was out. Julian circled yeah. the total <laughs> that was there and signed his name in one haughty line. Yeah, no, I, well, first off, I think it's sort of insulting a table four. Mm-hmm. For four top, usually they don't calculate in the tip. My mm-hmm. feeling is that they probably do for everyone's because tip. it's so fucking expensive and a tourist a tourist yeah. area. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, be, yeah, they yeah. Well, because you, once you start balking at the prices and going, "What the hell am I paying nineteen dollars <laughs> for yeah. a quail egg?" I'm not going to tip. You know, they're going to because you'll get the revenge of the non-tipper probably. Right, right. Take it out on Jose. And a lot of the um, euros don't tip. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's very true. Yeah. But but the uh, Americans do, and mm-hmm. so what was the percentage on the? Uh, I believe it was twenty. Yeah, I'd circle that and be out the door, mm-hmm. no problem. Mostly because I'd be offended that, as I probably would have given a little bit more than twenty. But if you set it at twenty, who am I to argue with you? Yeah, exactly. You, you know, if there was something exceptional about the whole night, you know, whatever, and I'm and I had enough uh, savings. You know, in my life, to afford a second drink, <laughs> and I might have been in a looser state. You should, did you call Hockberg? Yeah, Dave. It's, Dave, it's I'm thinking about bumping this up to twenty-seven percent. Talk me down, bro. I need more money. Yeah. So, what was the total bill then? Well, it was. I mean, it was total for for everybody. It was probably two hundred and fifty or something shit. like that. And it was basically just for appetizers. Yeah, that's what Very wine, generously, right? yes, appetizers. <laughs> yeah. Generously. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, um, maybe, uh, Joe, are there any empty storefronts in your in your little old west town there? Uh, there's nothing right now, but, man, I can make a killing with When that. something opens up, let's uh, let's top us the shit out of... Yeah, uh, how about it? Out it of was, Willow it was, Springs. I, you, you know, know it, I, was, it was expensive. It was 
and it was it was pretentious. I'm going to say yeah. it was pretentious. Yeah. So yeah. afterwards, down in that area, Brendan, where do you think I took them for the for the opposite experience of that? Billy Goat. Billy Goat. No. Even. Uh, uh, wait. Tell me the area so monks. I can try to guess too. Um, I would say state in Illinois. Okay. Oh, uh, Boss Bar. That, that uh, karaoke Rossi. bar? No. That you guys Rossi. went to after we had the... T- oh, Brendan just got it. Rossi's. Rossi. That's that's it. <laughs> that's a I bar, can't. right? Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. last of the dingy... Yeah, I know that place. Graffiti scrawled. <laughs> yeah. Cement floor. Cement yeah. floored. Dangerous bathrooms. Just, <laughs> yeah, you know... Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, and uh, I, I was just like... W- and I was thinking as we got out, I mean, you know, it's a you, liquor store basically and a bar, right? There are yeah. large coolers in the back, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Rossi's liquors. I was thinking, I was just like, uh, you know, down here by Rossi's, I want to go. I know the bartender there, and I was like, I want to go there, and and so I asked the guy Craig, I'm like, so what are you guys up for now? And he goes, I want to go where there's cheap beer. So I said, right this way, and off <laughs> I went to Rossi's. You like a good a, concrete floor? Got a table. <laughs> Almost, uh, we only stayed for one drink, but had we had we decided to stick around, I would have bought a ba- a round of you know bags of chips for the table, sure, just to get a little something Two, extra. In fifty there. cent chips, yeah, exactly. Uh, if exactly. you put some special cheese on them, you could have you know, yeah, could have charged uh, nine dollars. We have an old style reduction, or <laughs> <laughs> three dollars served in a mass produced glass. Pint. This is a tombstone Cup. pizza, um, <laughs> delivered from, yeah, yeah that's uh. Artisanally wrapped in cellophane. It does seem a little pretentious, but mm-hmm. um, but then you know he is an internationally right. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. you know I, like again, I I felt like such a rube walking in there anyway with my jean jacket and my hiking <laughs> boots. And I'm like, you know, even though I'm the coolest guy in the room, let's of be course. honest. I mean, uh, but um, of course, uh, but I just I just felt like uh, you know the fuck what. <laughs> Quail egg, you know, like, and yeah. I, just the guy's name didn't register with me, and and everything like that, and so, oh gosh, it was it was just it was funny. Jose yeah. Andres, Jose Andres is like the, um, he's the Howard Stern to a really good one of my best friends. So he's like the you know he's the Howard guy that Stern. eclipsed the 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 family oh. that started Tapas in Chicago. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they started the, they brought Spanish dining to to chicago like 40 years ago which and, uh, which place was that it's a place called la paella it was on uh, clark street right by the century mall oh sure cool. it was a little it was a little like fine dining mexican place i actually uh, uh i i had i was there a couple of times it was really Were good you? yeah yeah it was really good yeah, so his family started that whole the brought Spanish dining to Chicago, and then he set up his his son. So like dinner doesn't even start till nine p.m. Yeah, they did something a little earlier for the American audience. So but he's the, he's the he's the Steve Dahl of tapas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his family is like the they're like the Steve Dahl of tapas in America. How dare yeah. you! Uh, <laughs> I'm Jose Andres. Oh, so I've heard about Jose Andres, Andres my whole whatever. life. How do you yeah. say it, Andres? Jose Andres. Andres, yeah. self promoter. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's on TV a lot uh, oh, for yeah. a guy that's helping feed everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, you know. Good guy. I mean, you know, I suppose he's, he's, he's doing a lot I mean, of good. Yeah. He's doing a lot of good. But yeah, but I mean, you know, 
That's but you know he took Spanish food in a different you know it's twenty dollars certainly a in, an, in an expensive direction mm-hmm. and, but yeah. with interesting packaging. <laughs> yeah, that's what the thing, if we man. put it in a little orange crate. Yeah. So like you know the wow factor obviously big for me. I'm just wowed yeah. by it and talking about like <laughs> yeah. like you're my oh my, my book club friends back home. Uh, oh my uh, god! And it came in a little wooden pig, uh, and it was only five dollars <laughs> for a thing that was less than one bite. Uh, <laughs> Oh, just and I, just, I think I was really just like, and I he looked at me with with a kind of um, hungry disbelief when I said I just wanted the one slider because my thought balloon was saying it's twelve bucks for the one slider, pal. That's all I'm getting, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think he wanted me to have four of them or at least order four for the table or something. Right. Uh, and are we the going fucking to be thing was really good. It's oh. really good. Yeah, that was yeah. a hamon slider. It was a pork, uh, a pork slider. It was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was ham. It was, but it was really, gosh, whew, really good. Yeah. Um, so, so then it's 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 up to me then to reconcile this. Was that a twelve dollar experience that I just had? No. Well, it's yeah. That I mean, ham is expensive though. If it was, it uh, is. Mm-hmm. If it was a if it was a couple of block walk, maybe. I don't know. Overall, really though, good. it's a it's this glorious atmospheric dinner with friends and uh you know I knew you're just gonna put that spin says on brendan it. who forgot his wallet <laughs> i knew you were gonna put that spin i forgot on my it. wallet Get it. that carpe diem of yours i <laughs> get hot it. dog croquetas yeah, i was yeah. there with you i was with, you know brendan i'm i'm with you there's a part of me that's like here just, we are it's fun i'm meeting these yeah, wonderful right people yeah. my wife is happy i'm you know i got out of the house and um, it's all good. I found, you know, reasonable parking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You'll remember that meal, you know, that. But the, oh, I think well, I'll remember day, it. In about yeah. 30 days when the bill comes, you know, you'll be reminded Ooh. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, did we spend? <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it's it good. was lighthearted ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, okay. So the slider. Uh, if I ever go back, uh-huh. kick me in the testicles. Okay. Will oh, do. I was thinking our end of summer party. I just sent out the evite. Oh, oh man. B, good choice. Okay. All right. All right. Sure, if you want to go with, you know, the Howard Stern of Tapas. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you know, or you could come here, Brendan, and I can make you, some, you know, a, you can get you a, a simple plate of you can get you peasant a, food. Tw- a box of 12 from Taco Bell. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you can eat it in bed with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now the slider. I'm trying to locate that on the menu here. I believe it's just like the word I said is malote or m o l o t t e or something to that yeah. effect. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of crazy sitting, words on here, I'm, man. I'm saying it wrong, and I think I got um, uh, corrected by the uh, the mixologist who was did, taking our order. Did you get? Oh, so that was a drink. No, no, the slider. I mean, the the mixologist was also the the waiter. Oh, uh, was it the? It wasn't the Iberico Smash Burger, was it? No, that's a thirty dollar item. Yeah, if you look. Yeah, yeah. it is correct. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> a thirty dollar Smash Burger. Brendan, over to you. Thoughts? <laughs> that's heavy. Great memories. 
That's a lot for a burger. That's a lot. Brendan, you know, Brendan has recently had to justify paying eighteen dollars for a beer at a Cubs game. So he's uh, he's on a whole different you know yeah. I, it wrote, <laughs> different level a, of yeah. justification. I, I saw Coach Beard. You know, Brendan Hunt from uh, from from Chicago and from Ted Lasso. Uh huh. He sent out a hubris tweet about eating. Well, I thought overseas. like you met him or something in, in Wrigleyville. No, but he—I I, have—he has sung the the stretch and stuff like that. He is a Cubs fan, mm-hmm. um, of course. But who is it? I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Dog, you, you you're familiar with uh, Dutch hotels, yeah. Uh, so he he sent out this tweet. Me me uh, reading a Dutch hotel late night menu. Mm, cheeseburger. I'll have the cheeseburger, please, but make it a double. A single patty burger arrives. Hi, actually, I ordered the double. The response was, yes, the chef says our patties are too big for a double, and you couldn't possibly have wanted that. (laughs) (laughs) So Dutch. That's so Dutch. (laughs) I thought that was funny for an American, you know, comeuppance for our, like, our overeating. That happened to me in... Your Americans are too large anyway. (laughs) I was... um, it's you know it's been a while because uh, it was Stephen Gary and we were in Alaska on a on a cruise ship and uh, doing the show from there and uh, the cruise it was a princess ship and the the chef and the the, the restaurant staff they were all Italian so you you I guess. Um, I don't know. I you know. I think now they make more of an effort to like if you're on an Alaskan cruise, you might have some of the local you know salmon and whatnot. But this was you just have lasagna every night or whatever, right? Yeah. So we were in uh, Victoria, British Columbia, and, uh, and and that Janet met us there, and Gary and I had gotten on in San Francisco after a. A very crazed afternoon at Boz at the Boz Skaggs restaurant and his Ooh. brother's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good. A bit, the food was delicious, Boz. But oh, thanks very much. What did you What did you have? <laughs> the Lido Shuffle. You know, a lot of the Texas. I'm from Texas. A lot of Texas barbecue things like that. You know, this was fancy uh, Italian food. The Lido sh- The Lido Souffle. Did you try <laughs> yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Lido Souffle. Um, the uh, we went to a. a they have like a really good Lido truffle. Should I go Lido that? truffles? We had the Lido truffles. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I knew it was in there somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it yeah, it was, and you found it. Um, the we went to a. They have a good. They have a nice Chinatown there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Chinatown, and um, we just ordered like we were ordering, you know, off the menu. And then I saw that they had dim sum. We'd gotten there early, and so then all of a sudden the dim sum cart comes out at some point, and I'm ordering dim sum, and they came over to me and they shut me down. It was like too much food. Oh. You order too much food. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, no, I can eat it all. No, you order too much food, and they oh. they refused to. At some point, they refused to. Stop selling me. They stopped selling me. They didn't refuse it. They refused to serve me any more food. Wowee. Yeah. Yeah. You had the mollete frito con pancetta. Yeah. Mm. That'd be the fried steamed bun glazed pork belly. 
I'll glaze uh, your pork. I'll glaze mm, your belly. <laughs> pickled apple. I thought it was... Uh, uh, pickled apple and pic- piquillo aioli. Yeah. Mm. A little spicy. Pe- yeah. yeah, spicy. Yeah, a little spicy. Good and Lord, was it delicious. Yeah. And expensive. The- 12 bucks. No, that guy was trained at El Bulli, that fancy uh, restaurant outside of Barcelona. They got, they're, they're kind of... They're oh, the place. Yeah, you're just showing off. Uh, they created, is that that place know, that's right on the coast? Mm-hmm. They like created all that. a big cliff and stuff? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the greatest restaurant in the world. Yes. It, was it is? I don't know. That's I'm what not, it's called, yeah. It was well, first for a off, while. It's, mm-hmm. it's First off, it's, uh, um, where, where is it? Bar, it's Barcelona. Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Bartha, don't be afraid to lisp in front of us. Okay, I will. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that restaurant, um, but well, I mean, you know. Wait, what's the name of it? Only El Bulli, B U L L I. What town is us, Barcelona? Because I went to a uh, like a fans. Pat Doll and I went to a fancy when I took Pat to Europe, mm-hmm. um, and he would only eat cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to some place in San Sebastian that was like on a cliff. Artzak, maybe. A R T Z A K. I believe so. Wow, mm-hmm. you really do know your España. Oh, what's uh, Spanish for James Beard? Uh, that would be Juan, ba- Juan Barba. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Barba. You guys Juan have any Juan Barba, Barba awards? Yeah, that's exactly. That would be John Beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Juan Barba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it's Juan Barba. Uh, you made some new friends, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and you paid a pretty penny for it. Mm-hmm. So there you go, <laughs> yay! Uh, yeah, I I don't. Uh, We've got a big order of business today, haven't we, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling that disco demolitiony today, but uh, I, you know, I, I have I do have a couple of, a couple of things loaded up here. All right. Uh, but first, why don't we, uh, if if you guys don't mind, why don't we go ahead and uh, play the show open and. Let's get down to the main course of the show. We've yeah. had the appetizers now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the costly appetizers. <laughs> it's all right. We're splurging. Uh-huh. Celebration. <laughs> Memories, guys. Yeah. I don't like to display a disregard for human life. I don't know. I was so frightened that Ghost of Elvis was going to show up. Flaming boat of money. Usually I just end up napping. This guy's going to have permanent brain damage. It's been a while since I started in Oklahoma. The lake is very angry today. A credenza. Somebody uncross my legs. I'm going to kill this guy. How many DJs does it take to screw at a light bulb? Oh, I just heard an echo. Screw echo. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, my. Uh-oh. What about pinball? We're just waiting for a colonial to come back. Buy a cricket. This is for for no reason. You never know what little thing you say is going to stick with somebody. Something like that. Something just like completely pointless. How about just some dumbass shit, but with laughs? Yeah, chuckles. Let's say chuckles. <laughs> we got to shoot higher. We got to aim higher than chuckles, Brendan. Chuckles. <laughs> we love chuckles candy, though. They had that in the vending machine at WLS. That was kind of the only good thing about WLS. Chuckles in the Vendo, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, the show, as always, brought to you by you by you because you're a, a podcast partner. No, I mean a subscriber. Oh, and a partner as well. So, sorry. 
I uh, um, <laughs> everyone just got an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, we have to go to cost more though. Board meeting. Yeah, this Thursday. <laughs> this Thursday. <laughs> Brendan with his feet up on the table eating fried rice. When are you going to stop wasting our fucking time? <laughs> the guy was hardcore, man. <laughs> I've. Uh, that's why I voted for him, president. <laughs> I know. I understand. He fights I for understand. the common man. It's like succession. Mm-hmm. With Brendan as uh, as uh, um, what was the dance? Logan Roy. Yeah. Brendan is Logan Roy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, which one am I? I'm that, uh, whatever. I'm Siobhan. I'm I'm Siobhan. Mm-hmm. No, I I actually <laughs> I think I'm. I don't think I'm. Uh, the Calkin kid. I think I'm the the really dumb one who had the big birthday party for himself and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Kendall. Right. Kendall. Yeah, yeah. But all of them. Seriously. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I found that to be the least satisfying episode. That the final party. No, that birthday party. Oh, the birthday party one. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the final was was okay, but. I thought the final. I was, was just all right. glad. I was just glad it was over. Me too. Me too. Me too. I gotta once again recommend um, uh, Hijacked. On, uh, I guess it's on Apple TV, but it's uh, uh, it's Stringer Bell. You know, it's mm-hmm. Idris Alba, and he is just is that is that right? It, it, or am I confusing him with Jessica Alba? Idris <laughs> Alba. 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 Yeah. Amin Hazan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why they never asked me to present. So, uh, yeah, that's fair. It's really, really good. Really good. Also, I'm recommending the book Drowning, the sequel to Falling by the hmm. flight attendant who uh, wrote Falling. She has written a, a follow-up to that, and it's, it's really quite good. You know a book's good if I finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in two days, wow. and really, it could have been one day, but I wanted to save the end for. I didn't want it to be over yet. So. Hmm. We have some podcast partners, such as David Hockberg and Team Hockberg eight five five fifty six David fifty six David dot com. We'll talk to him tomorrow about uh, his uh, his credit card, maybe or maybe Friday. I'm not sure. What, I'm not, before the end of the week, he's got a credit card. If you have no, if you have zero credit, uh, we appreciate you <laughs> subscribing. <laughs> we, we, yeah, you, you take that money first, right? It's, yeah, it seems yes, like you, you know should what? use the money you're, for food. But <laughs> no, you're making memories. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, John, it's just he- mem- money is just memory paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> John Heggie. <laughs> Is out there at Heggie Law, J H E G G I E, at HeggieLaw.com. He's estate planning for you. 847 272 7360. And uh, it's just important, you know, as I learned yesterday, uh, or I didn't learn, but as, as I was reminded yesterday, you just never know what's going to happen to you, you know. And so it's good to have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Yeah. And somebody who knows, somebody, an officer of the court who knows what it is. Right? 
not just you know your kids all, with three different stories. You told me I was. In. No. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the paperwork, boys. Roast to order. Roast number two, order. That's how you find it. You know, dot com. Delicious, freshly roasted coffee delivered right to your door, and now uh, with the new lower shipping costs. So, uh, check it out. Roast to order dot com. And um, sign up for the for the brews letter. Get yourself on a subscription plan there. Mm-hmm. That's, that way you're never out of you know delicious freshly roasted coffee. You like coffee every day, don't you? Oh, I do. I'm, I'm talking to I'm um, oh, browbeating yeah. the listener, Steve. Okay. <laughs> I uh, the hell's I, wrong with you? No. <laughs> I'm still talking to them. Steve. Look at me. Huh. I'm on my stop like, wasting our time. <laughs> I'm on, Listeners, I'm on, there we go. There we go. <laughs> President Greeley has spoken. Look, <laughs> you with this or what? It's good coffee. It's it's tasty. It's delicious, and it's it's uh, it's because it's freshly roasted. Doughboy Restaurant Group, Stan's Donuts and Coffee. They're everywhere. Labriola yep. Bakery and Cafe in Oakbrook. Should have had them cycle out there. <laughs> Guys, can you, you guys cycling out to Oak Brook? You got another 30 miles in you. Uh, yeah. I think there's a bike trail out that goes from downtown out to there. Mm-hmm. They're insane. I mean, they're just insane. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they going north or are they going they're Michigan or Wisconsin bound? I think they're going um, Kenosha next mm-hmm. and then up to Milwaukee from there. And then I think they're... I think they're heading back home after that, possibly wow. by possibly by car. But I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't even want to do that trip in a car, let alone on a bike. Yeah. It's a popular route right now. I just sent somebody else out that way. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, feel bad when you ago. do that? Like, nice knowing you. <laughs> oh, these you people, feel guilty? Or? Yeah, they're excited, man. Yeah, dry, no, right around the lakes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. 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 Some of it's uh, you know some of it's on expressway uh, uh, you know medians and stuff, but just be careful. Yeah, just uh, wear you know wear Mm -hmm. the brightly colored vest. The the fluorescent stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. check out Gary when you can. Yeah, a little (laughs) triangle on the back of your bike's going to save you. But when they get up to Kenosha, they should try that curd tapa place. Mm -hmm. I will (laughs) say. I will send them there to curd tapa. Yeah, curd Uh, tapa. Tapas. Well, I guess is what is there a singular tapa? Oh, good, good. I don't know linguistically. I don't know, Joe. Una, una tapa, yeah, tapa. Mm-hmm. Tapa una is tapa. the singular. Mm-hmm. So they tapa. only they only have the curd there. Uh huh. Yeah, it's what yeah. it, bro. La tapa. It pairs nicely with the brandy. The the old the, fashioned the brand this brandy old fashioned sweet. I think they call them. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get fucking hammered on those things, man. In the parking lot at Lambeau Field while you're doing a show one afternoon in an RV. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I can stop by La Merenda up in Milwaukee. That's a that's a good tapas place. A friend oh. of mine owns that. And you're like the uh, you're, uh, the mm-hmm. tapas scene is your scene, man. Oh man, yeah, yeah, deep roots. All right, mm-hmm. Milwaukee's like such a good town, man. You gotta yeah. get up there more. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If for a day or two, it's all right. right. A day? Yeah. You know, a day. For lunch, maybe. <laughs> well, I go oh, up to for, for dinner every once in a while. Yeah. Right. I like Milwaukee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. One of the best cheeseburgers I ever had was up at Cops Frozen Custard up there. Well, there you go. Yeah. So stop into La Briola Bakery and Cafe in Oak Brook and uh, get yourself a free gelato or a slice of cake just for, uh, you know, being a podcast subscriber. I mean, buy something, you know, like with your mm-hmm. with your entree or whatever. Or go to La Barra Restaurant in Oak Brook and uh, it's a little fancier and delicious. It's all muy delicioso. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you muy go. delicioso. I, uh, are you? Did your sister? Did you talk to your sister about meeting me? I received a text. That's it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like so excited that she called you or anything. Well, I didn't want to know much because yeah. I, you know, well, keep it, save it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, before we before we do that, I uh, I wanted to read a uh, an an email that I got. We I'm gonna say we got, but it's it's seems like it's more I got. Mm-hmm. And it went to uh, it went to the our support email, mm-hmm. and uh, let's see here. It's titled. It's, the subject is hesitant to return. Oh yeah, mm. uh, that sounds like a a novel that might have a you know a shirtless mm-hmm. Fabio on the cover. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. it seemed to me like it was going to be negative. Then mm-hmm. I went. I read it, and it came in at 11 p.m. last night. Okay. Oh, that's uh, Pardon? I, I'm 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 all. Is ears. that when you intended to send it <laughs> under the fake name Keith Falico? Oh, that's Keith a good Falico. name. B. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Characters, huh? <laughs> I'm a, I'm an adventurer. <laughs> Steve, listen to your 17K guitar episode. In anticipation of joining. So remember back when I was in Florida and I was trying to return the uh, uh, the interface, the... Uh, yeah. The, and, the guitar uh, center thing. Right. And I was... I don't know what how we ended up... I, you know, I was apologizing basically because it was the end of the day and the guy had to do a bunch of paperwork. And he thought... Uh, he, he, I guess he thought I was apologizing that I was getting a $280, you know refund or whatever he goes man, man we sell seventeen thousand dollar guitars here I'm like, yeah okay. oh yeah 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 um so anyway that he was listening to that because that's a, i posted that as a free episode mm-hmm. and uh you know normally i when i post a free episode i try to make it a good one i thought that was a good good show so but uh au contraire Uh-oh. uh i uh, so I was listening to your 17K guitar episode in anticipation of joining. I heard so many California references out of you that one would think you just left there a short time ago. I don't even remember. I mean, you know. You were like, oh, a guitar shop in California would never do that or they would be cool about it. I think maybe I no, talked about having been to the original guitar center in That's San Francisco. What mm. That's what it was. I don't, I mean, I think that, that, you know, I did grow up in California. You are correct. I have not lived there for 46 years. No, more than that, 48 years. So he, okay. So I left there when I was 20. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I heard so many California references out of you that one would think you just left there a short time ago. WTF, you came to Chi in 1980 
when I started listening, which is, that's actually not true. It came in 1978. Mm-hmm. We, we made you. Okay. So you're, so you're th- thinking it might be negative, this email. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it was, I found it to be amusing. I find it, even the negative wants to be amusing. Mm-hmm. But don't get any ideas, people. Uh, we made you. I believe we, or I, am the top of the USA civilization. Oh, okay. Mm. So now it's taking another turn. Uh huh. An mm. odd one with, with uh, and uh, you know, oddly uh, worded as well. Mm. Uh, not looking up to California or New York. Okay. okay. All right. And you're in Florida, the bottom of USA civilization. Oh, I thought oh. he was going to say Florida being the top. I was bracing myself for a patriotic Floridian <laughs> no, I, kind of angle. I, I think he thinks the shy is the top, which yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree. I, mm. We made you. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, I think I played a small part in it with some ideas that I had and whatnot. But yes, I, you know, I would not dispute any of that. Um including Florida being the bottom of USA civilization. But it's sunny there in January. Yeah. Well, you taught Chicago to chill, like relax a little bit. Well, not everyone, apparently. Hmm. I passed on going to my Treasure Island condo, which I don't even know what that means, but hmm. uh, because of their politics. Now, that seems dumb. You don't have to talk to them. You just lay out by the pool, bro. So even though I am... An OG fan who won your 10th anniversary song contest. No sale yet. Keith. Oh. Like, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm. Let me see if I can get to sleep tonight. I have a chance to win him over, though. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want yet. to win him over. Think, come on. He threw a yet. It's yet. Yeah, the whole He's point of this is I don't want anybody <laughs> telling me what I can or can't do. Nine ninety nine a month. Come on. Take it. Nine ninety. It's only nine ninety five. No, nine ninety five. There you go. Is Even it? bigger uh, bargain. No, wait. It's ten ninety five. Oh, jeez. Well, don't you know? I'm on automatic payment, man. It's all right. I don't. Even, I don't even look at. I don't care how yeah, much it that, costs. Yeah, I don't want to say slime balls brutal, man. But we I, we charge Joe. Yeah. To be oh, to right. be on for mm-hmm. free. Yeah. <laughs> memories. Making memories. That's how much. Yeah, well, we that's plug a, your bike. Your little bike store. It's no, all good. It's an expense. I run it through the shop. Two BC advertising. Mm-hmm. Willow Springs uh, Road and Archer. In Willow Springs. Um, yeah, so I was, uh, um, I might have, I think it was Sunday, I might have gotten up and decided I needed a, a quick fritter fix, and I, I wasn't able to get all the way over to Stan's Donuts and Coffee. So I went to the, a, the, a local uh, donut place, mm-hmm. and I was uh, standing behind a couple and the, uh, the, the male of the couple was having a hard time counting to 12. Ooh. Or getting, getting to 12 donuts. It was one of those Ooh. deals. I was like, come on, man. Uh, but the, I'll have slow on the drum. Yeah, okay, the that's eight. Powdered sugar. Oh, okay, eight. All right. Then I, it was like, you know, have an idea before you go in, oh, I would man. say to your brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, although he seemed familiar to me like I knew him. You may have seen him on, uh, on television. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Actually, you do because he was on. Uh, he was on Design on a Dime or one of those HGTV shows with a friend of yours back in the day. He was a carpenter, and she was like the designer on that show. 
And I think you have maybe a, a tie to her. You might have a tie to her lawyer husband. Mm-hmm. An HGTV show. You can just say the names. I don't. Peterson. Peter. Um, Peterson was the last name, I think. Mm. Okay, well, he looked familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a nice guy. Good firm handshake. Yeah. But before all that happened, while he was still trying to come up with 12 donuts, mm-hmm. um, the woman in line uh, turned around, and she was quite lovely. Mm. Kind of what I, uh, you know, I mean, like... The way you see really, me? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> if you were that... If you were that pretty joe i would fuck you oh really yeah if i if i if i if i lady boy no i take all that back she was very pretty and she said i know you and i was like oh oh my god what what, i would you know yeah but then i and then she pointed at her t at her well she pointed at her breast Mm -hmm. because she had a t-shirt on that said Mm -hmm. the urban mutt oh and so then i so I realized that she wasn't pointing at her breasts. <laughs> Although she, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I know my sister. It's yeah. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Voluptuous. <laughs> um, can we start working with her more and less with you? I'll give you her number. Yeah. Uh, all right. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's her store. And uh, so I said, oh, yeah, you know, we, t- we talked about you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, are, we have like a 30-year history, you and I. Yeah, 20. 20. Yeah, and I've been listening all my life. So, oh. yeah, she's heard you, you know, on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I've had you on. Yeah. She, she said, you know, whenever you talk about the store, people come in. Mm-hmm. And if you go in, please don't say that I said any of those things. And, I mean, I, you know. Keep it G-rated, yeah. Well, I mean, no, mm-hmm. she, she was very nice. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, I, and I knew enough. To say, well, it's kind of a bummer that the Lagrange downtown Lagrange uh, let them open another, you know, pet supplied store, you know, right by yours. And she goes, yeah, it's across the street though, so I don't care. Plus, I have the one in Oak Brook, uh, Brookfield now, mm-hmm. so she seemed okay with it. Yeah. And, and then I, I shook her husband's hand, and I thought I recognize that guy from somewhere, but mm-hmm. I was still uh, too stunned by just meeting your sister. Oh. I mean, yeah. just what well, I mean, just you know, you wouldn't expect. I didn't expect that, but that's how much they care. They were they were actually on their way to a, like a store meeting or something. I was I'm surprised he didn't just ask for a dozen. He was taking the care and time to pick each individual donut. <laughs> he sure was. That's how much he cares about his staff. I don't even buy. Come donuts. on, pal. <laughs> They're donuts. That's why she's They're successful, cars. and I'm not. <laughs> She's what? I said, that's why she's successful and I'm not. They're buying donuts for the staff, having staff meetings. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and th- uh, very thoughtfully, you're right. Yeah, it's like, mm, I don't yeah. know. Mm, they might Would like Timmy the vanilla. Like the toasted coconut yeah, or the, yeah. the untoasted? I don't know for sure. That's, a, that's the kind of care you get at the Urban Mutt. Yeah, so much yeah. they think about it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was it was nice to meet her. She seemed, she seemed very nice. Yeah, she was very excited to meet you. Seems I got a text right away. Seems like a very, so. you know. Mm-hmm. And you, is that your younger sister? Younger sister, yeah. yeah. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. So how many siblings do you have? I have three sisters. So I have, she's the, she's, I guess, in the middle because there's, then there's twins that follow her. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Identicals? No, no, couldn't be farther apart. Okay. Completely different. But cool, you know, each in their own way. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> It's weird to me that sometimes twins are identical and then sometimes they're not. Mhm. I don't uh, I don't get that, but luckily I am not involved in uh any sort of uh, uh a fertility well, doctor or fertility something like that. or yeah. you know gynecological mm-hmm. uh still open to they, it though, right? You're still open to being an amateur gynecologist. Janet give you a pass on that? No. No. There are no passes. I think I mentioned that earlier. I'm, I'm pretty Nothing. sure I'm going to be answering uh, for about the fifth time I've said how lovely your sister is. It's all I right. I think I came home and said it to Janet. It's for the show. I said, it's she's okay. really pretty. Okay. <laughs> she's like, uh-huh, okay. Well, you My don't lady. meet a lot of people uh, these days, so you're, you're just Well, no, I was like, just so surprised because, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she just turned around and like was like, I know you. And I'm like, oh, it was, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was excited when she, you know, she's like, it was a, a very enthusiastic text, you know, when I got yeah. it. Well, she seemed very nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anyway, that's all. Just no, to, I'm happy you got uh, got a chance to meet her. I, I think she's been meaning to say thank you. Cause it, well, you, know, I, you know, that, that wasn't even necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, but, uh, you know, you we, we appreciate all you do for us, and if we can help you, and... and uh, you know, no thanks. Your, your sister, yeah. Then uh, happy. I'll to tell her where you live. Those no, 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 no. I don't, need any, uh, I don't nice. need any trouble. Oh, I don't need any trouble. She, I'm sure she. You know, you know. I'm after you know after we were done meeting, I was just the fat old man getting four apple fritters, so mm. and a bottle of water to make it seem like I was thinking healthy. <laughs> oh, I had a bottle of water too. You gotta hydrate. Got to. Mm-hmm. Got to. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So that was, that was, that was interesting. That was fun. I didn't, it was an unexpected kind of a, and the timing was weird because I just like out of nowhere decided to do that. Hmm. And then there she was. There you go. Yeah. See? So we'll see what happens when you get out of the house? You I know. get out of the yeah. house. Yeah. I do. I mean, you know, people sometimes. out there that love you and know you, you know, want to know what you're up to. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, get, but I do, get, I don't know why everyone thinks I don't get out of the house because I do at least one time a day go, try to leave the house. You get a lot of kudos last night. You had the. You well, know. I wasn't really going to a wake looking for kudos. Well, I know, <laughs> well, I know but you know, it's like. Yeah, but. Hey, everybody, guess who's hey, here? I love to see <laughs> The angel of death. <laughs> no, I don't want kudos. Oh, come on. You know, people probably felt good to see. It probably, you know, people are probably telling that story. I saw Steve Dahl last night. You know? Oh, how's you doing? You know, there's probably people talking about you out there. People did say I looked good. See? That felt good, Which right? Which made me, always makes me think I must have really looked bad. Because well, I don't think I looked that good. You're slim and trim these days, uh, man. And you're alive and kicking. I bet. Well, well, there is that. Yeah. All right. So Disco Demolition, that was uh, 1979. Mm -hmm. So that would be, Carrie, uh, 44 years ago. Right? Yep. Four years ago, we were at uh, at, uh, whatever, the cell or whatever it was back then. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was already guaranteed rate. I don't know. Uh, Doing the 40th anniversary thing. Yeah, they got truncated at some point because of the of some Twitter uh, response mm. <laughs> that the White Sox uh, 
marketing department received. And so I was not allowed to go up and speak to uh, to Jason Benetti or The Pony. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, by the way, that nickname coined by me, The Stone Pony. Sure, yeah. Just saying, you know, these are the things that I add to the culture that mm-hmm. are overlooked. Um, or and to see Ed Farmer for a final time. Mm. And, of course, uh, you know, DJ, Darren Jackson. But because, uh, you know, they were freaking out. They didn't, all of a sudden they were freaking out. They didn't want me on the broad, any broadcasts. So they, they had me go in and talk to the press, which was weird. So it was like a, one of those deals where all the reporters are like holding recorders in your face, asking you hard questions <laughs> <laughs> that you can't answer. Uh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and, Doc's friends and I, I mean, and guys, and guys, dudes that we've had on the show, the baseball project. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. would be um, Mike. Mike Mills from uh, REM and Scott right. McCoy. Whoa. Scott yeah. McCoy from REM. He was one of their auxiliary guys for the last half of their career and also plays with the minus five. And um, Linda Pittman and Steve Wynn from well, the, the casinos. Right. From the casinos, he's from a group called the Dream Syndicate and other things. But they they play together. Um, they do it, yeah. It's, they do ba- baseball songs. Baseball songs. About songs. Baseball. The, those Buck dudes were so cool Ryan. when they came in. And right, talked to they? us. They yeah. were yeah. just the most chill dudes. I think we had them play the Rock Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that they was were fun. great. They were great. That was fun. And uh, they're going to be at Space in Evanston. And I saw the first show was sold out, but I, there's a second show now. Yeah, a couple in days August. later, I think. Yeah. yeah, like I think I want to say August thirty first, maybe or something, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So check that out. Uh, I have their schedule right here. Hold on one second. Uh, August twenty seventh at Space in Evanston sold out, and uh, August thirty first is the second show at Space cool. that's been added. So. And they have a song which I believe drops today, uh-huh. right? Yeah, about disco demolition, hmm. which they have given, you know. Uh, and I apologize for this, dog. I know this makes me look like a pussy to you, but they have given us, you know, like feel free to play it on the mm-hmm. podcast. But I can't do it without a signed document because I just, uh-huh. I mean, the whole thing. You know what I mean? Oh. I mean, you were in, a, you you were, I don't, you were probably. A, uh, did you see any of those emails back and forth? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was with, with emails with uh, the guy from the record company and stuff. And, uh, he agreed that we needed to have a, a release to play the whole thing, but we can play a little bit of it and uh, send people to their to their website, and they can can download it or whatever. It's probably on iTunes and stuff too, right? And I imagine so. All that. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it just, uh, I can't, you're not so, you can't play, you can't just play a song, you know, on a podcast without a If I, if I have an email, if I have an email that says, since we're getting so close to release and the band authorizes you. Because the record something? company has to do it. Omnivore is fine with you playing stuff this week as well. Yeah, he seemed to think that we needed a, whatever. 
I'm going to play a little bit. I think what I'm going to play is enough to in- inspire people to want to go get the whole thing. So it works out better for them anyway. For now. Cool. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cool, you pussy. Yeah. No, it's I I can't I can't. It's it's uh yeah, it it this is so, where so make, the record the record company guy was was uh He was, was cool. He was just like, well, yeah, we should probably, you know, there I agree that there should be paperwork for that cuz if a podcast is a recording, so we're making we're basically distributing this song mechanically so it becomes a, a serious vi- copyright violation yeah so and uh you know licensing violation so i'm just gonna play a little bit of it but i think it's enough for us to understand how great it is and uh it will encourage people to just go get the you know by the by the album or whatever right grand slam time is the name of the uh the album. Grand Salami Time, I think it is called. You know what? You're right. Uh, I thought that was uh, maybe it was an exclamation point, but in fact, you're right. It is Grand Salami Time, and this is the song about disco demolition. It's got a disco beat, I think, too, which is kind of yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, we can't hear it if you're playing it. You can't hear that. No. So uh, okay, great. Uh, that's uh, perfect. Let me see. Let me try it another way here. Did you hear that? Yeah. Good. Vic as in Rick said, what the heck I got a losing team and a blank check. That might be my favorite rhyme of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's uh, actually you can go to YouTube and uh, and uh, find it if you search uh, the baseball project. It's the they have like a cool cartoon video of it. It's very yeah yeah yeah. So oh, that's uh, cool. Tell those guys thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, let's try to get them on here maybe when they. When they come to town, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Good idea. And I'll, yeah. I'll get the paperwork in order. I just, I have, uh, I just There's don't cartoon need... depictions of you. It's a, a funny video. It'll yeah. be good, good for people to see that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. So, uh, yeah, just go to YouTube and uh, uh, the Baseball Project. I think you'll you'll be able to find it right away. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. I like, the, the, I, I like uh, their songs about baseball, and uh, they were very nice guys, too. Yeah. And they seem like they're just having fun. Yep. Love baseball. Yeah. And they love music. Yeah. And they're good at it. Yeah. And they left the field in terrible condition, in a terrible condition. 
disco dev on this. <laughs> Pretty good. Did That's they great. work Larry in anywhere? Did you? Ah, uh, no, no. I don't know. Now, now there's and then there's another thing that we were had we were talking about yesterday. I think maybe yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the, this is. Uh, hold on. You could hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is this a friend of yours? A friend of mine told me about it. I don't know the person making the music. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me read because uh, well, I'll just read you what, what it sa- what says about it, and then I we can we can play it. The disco sucks was born several years ago when Michael, and that would be Michael. I don't know who he is. Michael, someone. Michael saw a documentary about the notorious disco demolition night at Comiskey Park Baseball Stadium in Chicago. The disco demolition night hosted by local DJ Steve Dahl took place on Thursday, July 12th, 1979. It saw some 50,000 fans over twice the average attendance, more than, it was like 10 times the average attendance of the Chicago White Sox game at the time to turn up to see a crate of disco records blown up with pyrotechnics. The ill-conceived radio WLUP promotion resulted in chaos, a riot, and some 16,000 days later, the recording you're now listening to. The irony of the Illinois rock fans naturally falling into that primal 120 beats per minute disco tempo as they chanted about burning records was irresistible. That seems... That's negative. But it's taken quite some time to find the original news footage. Has it? Really? <laughs> I'm gonna, I might make this guy post up on his source, too. Uh, but anyway, uh, once the crucial clip was tracked down, it was simply a matter of Michael pulling out his trusty six-string bass and vibing with the angry mob <laughs> until another classic... Sons of Ken Dance Floor Stormer was born. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll play a little bit of it. It, uh, it features me prominently. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. This is now officially the world's largest anti-disco rally. And everybody's going to know the us rock and rollers here it's we rock and roller, Steve. Really, I really wish I'd prepared some some thoughts. Yeah. I, I had no idea anyone was going to show up. Some cue cards to Natkin, maybe to hold up. Yeah. There. I felt that it was going to be canceled before, you know, just due to lack of interest before we even got to this point in the evening. That's the movie. It's you going back in time. Yeah, I just, I'm like, you know, no one's showing up here. It doesn't matter what I do. And then I get out there, and there's. You know, 50,000 people inside. And and it's live. a rally. It's taking on rally status. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, there's 40,000 people outside. And, you know. Yeah. Think disco sucks. Disco sucks. Disco sucks. Now, I believe, uh, with all due respect to this uh, gentleman, that uh, he went ahead and sped it up to uh, 120 beats sure, per minute. Brendan, mm-hmm. you, Brendan can make that technique happen right on the dance floor the turntables are spinning mm-hmm. sure oh yeah so that's essential there's, there's no irony there that's actually it's a manipulation or or you were just 
so in sync, you're so rhythmic, so musical, yeah. that subliminally, subconsciously, you were hearing a disco beat in your head as you chanted this call for destruction. Well, I, I knew that that was the, uh, that's the, if you're doing CPR, that is, that's the uh, rhythm that you want to maintain. And then, uh, and then later, alive. they sanitize that by, by using staying alive. But I was yeah. the one who invented uh, disco, the disco beat as CPR. <laughs> <laughs> Just another thing that uh, gets overlooked, I think, sometimes. It's just like a disco record or something. Mm. Does it end with get back in your seats? Because it's been everyone's tired. Also, Steve, uh, it's a microphone. It's Let amplified. That. You don't need to yell into it. Let that do the work. Yeah, it was overwhelming. Oh. I have to say, it was overwhelming. Oh. Uh, so I did the best I could uh, under those circumstances. Were you hammered out of? Were you hammered no. to get that way out of? To get a no. drink out of nervousness or anything? No, you. I had a couple of cocktails uh, mm. up in the bard's room while we had dinner. Yeah. Uh, you know, during the first game, but no, I was not hammered because uh, uh, it was. I, I don't know. I just wasn't. So. It's 44 years, right? 44? Yeah. It was yeah. broadcast on Channel 44. Nice connection. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole yeah. the whole thing. And broadcast back to my uh, in-laws in Detroit. Hmm. You must have been excited to see their yeah. oh, son-in-law. Their yeah. young son and crazy son-in-law. We, <laughs> we were married uh, in August of 1978 and uh, moved her away from them. Oh, less and than then lost my job on Christmas Eve at WDAI, and then here we are, July twelfth, the the following year, causing and, a riot in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were playing the Tigers that night. Yeah, yeah. You picked up a win for the Tigers. I did. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I'm one to zero with the Tigers. <laughs> which I, you know, Brendan, I I know you're a baseball oh. fan. I mean, I hope you're oh. impressed by that. It's oh yeah. You know, that's oh, uh, my so ERA is like zero. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Tiger announcers hated you, right? I mean, they were weren't they calling for your head or something? Uh, no. no? It was uh, it was George Kell and uh, no, I don't and uh, Ernie Harwell. Mm. And no, I actually knew them from Detroit. They were they were okay. Okay. They were cool. And I think and Ernie Harwell in his book wrote some, you know, okay things about it. Oh, it was Jimmy Pearsall. It was Jimmy Pearsall. I was a local <laughs> local guy that uh, <laughs> Did not uh, he was not, Jimmy Pearsall not a big fan of it. Did uh, not approve. No, these are fans of Far Out. He said. I, he said he'd rather be swimming. Rather be swimming. Yeah, yeah I'd rather be swimming. Yeah. And he was wearing a T-shirt that said "Outpatient" on it that mm. night. Wow. That was his uh, his. That's what he wore to work. Oh, what to a fun time! Know. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he got into an argument with Janet. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. At the, at the at the game? Yeah. Wow. We can ask her about it tomorrow if you'd like. But uh, yeah, cool. she had some words with him because he was being a, a dick. I think he tried to bust into our 
I when I was down on the field, I think he tried to bust into the suite. Hmm. And uh, she, you know, he came in there to pass out swimsuits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he was looking for me, but I was on yeah. the field, so you know. Yeah. Or maybe I was back up there, and you know, she. Just, I I don't know, because I was being told by Tom Hoyt at the time, the guy that ran. Uh, Heftel Broadcasting. It was the station was owned by uh, a U.S. Uh, congressman, Cecil Heftel from Hawaii, mm. and uh, T- B. Thomas Hoyt, the guy that ran the station, was uh, had sa- he at some point sat me down as it was all going on. Well, I was kind of over. I mean, I you know we came back up at some point, and then we were up in the box as it was all kind of happening, and. Uh, I, you know, various people, Mitch Michaels uh, tried to get the back to your seats chant yeah. going, which didn't really catch on. <laughs> didn't have the the fire of no. disco sucks. Well, I think Harry Carey tried first and then Bill Vec tried and then they thought Mitch Michaels would be the guy to get them back in their seats. Gets a cool guy from their generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I offered to do it, but I, I was pretty sure they wouldn't let me. And I was glad because that seems like that would have been kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Steve are sold out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in trouble. Back yeah. in your seats. Because I was in trouble. Yeah. And uh, uh, so uh, Tom Hoyt is, uh, he sits, sits me down. He's from Texas. He goes, whatever you do, be cool tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm cool right now, bro. Look at look at this. <laughs> the power we've got. Yeah. Said, what do you mean? He goes, I don't want you talking about this tomorrow. And I'm like, what? You can't talk. Whatever you do, be cool tomorrow. Don't talk about it. And I'm like, fuck, man. I didn't argue with him because I was going to talk about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know what I, you know, I just, I had just gotten, I got fired uh, Christmas Eve of 78. I got this job in March, the loop job in March. And um, uh, I was about ready to lose it in July. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wasn't, you know, a little confused about what, and I had, did not have the ability to go back to Detroit contractually. I managed to sign up some a document that kept me out of that market so there's a lot of lessons learned um so then we stayed up all night we uh it was myself and janet um my, my buddy hugh uh surratt and we we were like at the holiday in uh Right down there on uh, like Ohio or Ontario or whatever there, stay there. We listened to Eddie Schwartz all night calling for my, my firing. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, disgraceful use of power. Yeah, and then of course the papers back then the papers would come out at like you know four thirty five thirty in the morning and it's on the front page of all the papers and. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. Do I talk about it? I, he said, don't talk about it. And this is back, you know, people were pulling their commercials, you know, like national sponsors and stuff. Uh, they, I don't think they knew why they were, but they were. Um, 
And uh, so I, I go to work at the Hancock Center. It's like 37th floor. Get out of the elevator. And uh, the whole hallway is just filled with, uh, you know, cameras, news cameras with the, with the lights on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm thinking, well, it's, it is on the front page of all the papers and the, it is going to be all over the TV and whatnot. And it is all over the TV already. And, well, how do I just go in and not talk about it? But I, I really can't lose this job because, I mean, my whole life is going to fall apart here. And uh, so I, I, for about 15 seconds, I tried to, to go without mentioning it. And then I just had to, yeah. Yeah, I just had to flip all the cards over and mention it. And uh, I, got, I got a call. Like, I, I told you to be cool. I said, look, bro. I can't not talk about this. This is like right. the whole point of what we're doing is this, all of this. And so, and then I was, you know, I was on, I was on shaky ground there for a while, but it all, it all worked out. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was an interesting night and I, I, I'm happy to, you know, tell the story. Uh, but, uh, As, have you been contacted by, the local news who like to do things about this every year? Are you going no. to see you talking to Janet Davies at 530 or anything like <laughs> no. that? No. No, I don't, I don't even think I have received any Google alerts about myself today. Hmm. Um, as far as I know. Which I guess is okay with me because they're mostly just about, you know, what a horrible person I am because it was racist and homophobic. Hmm. But again... Um, there the the warehouse was an underground gay disco, which I didn't know about because I not gay. Were I gay, I would have known about it and gone there a lot. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know about it, and that's where Frankie Knuckles was spinning, and he developed house music. Which you're welcome, you're welcome, world for for house music. Let me say this. Hmm. From a correspondence I was having with Linda, the drummer. Just know that Steve, Steve Wynn, the writer of the song, mm-hmm. 100% didn't write the song to indict Doll or the Sox. His take is about what happens when something benign, like the event Doll Vec organized, is used as an excuse for mm-hmm. a certain slice of humans to unleash their most base instincts. We totally dig Doll. Wow. So there you go. This is a point of view that people are, it sort of gets lost in, in the mire, I yep. think, of, of the event. So there's the band speaking. That's the yeah, Gary Meyer of it? Look at you, words. Yeah. Uh. I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, I, you know, I, nobody was more surprised than I was that everything was happening like it was happening. But I mean, they were throwing cherry bombs at me and they liked me. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know. I, I, oh, you know, I think there's a bigger thing, Esteban. You know, Gen, Gen X is, it's going to be Gen X's uh, responsibility to to correct the record. And I, th- you know, you might be right at the cusp of that starting to happen with your story. You know, that's a, it's a big one to be corrected. You know, yeah, I like don't. To set the record straight. Well, there's just, you know, I don't know how to do that because uh, it's, you know. Maybe other people will do that for you. 
you know. I mean, I feel like Pat Fitzgerald right now, man. <laughs> I didn't know they were doing the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's way more wrong. <laughs> Get at the car wash <laughs> disco song nice yeah uh, anyway it was a fun it was fun and scary and unexpected and uh, uh you know and it had I, nothing to do with all the bullshit they're talking about well i mean days, if you, you listen know? to do you think i'm disco it's you know i wear tight pants i always stuff a sock in yeah. it always makes the lady start to talk and my shirt is open i never use the buttons though i look hip i work at ef hutton I mean, reference. Mm-hmm. you know, I don't, uh, it used to, it used to be a stockbroker. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's all making fun of the Saturday night fever, yeah. or, you know, when it crossing over into the, the mainstream. Nothing. I think it's really cool that like, I mean, the, the people that wrote this song are like heavy hitters on the, on the music scene, on the rock and roll, you know, mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. scene. So for them to like address this issue is kind of cool. Yeah, and I would just I, and I I think it's a great song, and I'm I'm you know I think it's mm-hmm. awesome that they did it too. Uh, um, I I didn't even want to do it, so and I didn't get paid. I don't. There was no there was no blank check. I I made I mean it's it certainly helped me in my career, but I I did not. I definitely did not. Uh, I, I, hell, I wasn't even smart enough to have T-shirts. As we're dri- as we're g- driving in, uh, to you know, to the first, there are people set up selling T-shirts. Like I didn't even know it was that big of a deal. Like to think to have a T-shirt, and the guys are just selling T-shirts out of their trunks. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever. Uh, it, it all worked out for me, I guess. But it'd be it'd be uh, nice if. Uh, if people could maybe just uh, slow their roll on, uh, you know, um, I don't know, the uh, political correctness of it or whatever. Yeah. But because it really was, I, I don't know what it was, but I certainly didn't intend it to be uh, anti-gay or, you know, racist. So. And. uh so, um, that, what, hey, do we blow up Queen records? No. Do we blow up Jimi Hendrix records? No. Gay and black, right there. See. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you think that sounds on a TV show? <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> it all sounds bad on a TV show. Uh, I will. Uh, let me just lay one uh, little, uh, one last little uh, chunk on you here, and then okay, call, okay. call it a call it a day. This would be. Uh, it's the Channel Two News. Um, you got a Bill. You got a Bill Curtis. Mm-hmm. You got a Kerry Cochran, former Mrs. Bob Surratt, and a Johnny Morass talking about it. This disco thing isn't happening. Oh, wait, wait, this is the. This, oh, this is like an eight-minute thing. Uh, I'm just going to sit. Well, first off, how hard was it for that guy to find me saying disco sucks? It couldn't have been that hard. Yeah. All over the place. There's a million fucking YouTubes of it, but this is this is like a a, a nine minute thing. So mm. uh, it's it's all the local news coverage, including Greg Gumbel and everybody. So 
I don't know. Uh, well, it, oh, I'll just. Play. At the Beansworth White Sox Park for a radio station promotion called Anti Disco. Between games at tonight's doubleheader, a local disc jockey blew up disco records and. Is that Chuck? That's not Chuck Henry, is it? Oh, maybe. Jim Ruddle? Was it Jim Ruddle? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Center field. And the crowd responded by rushing the field. Police moved in. <laughs> and it took them a considerable amount of time. A bonfire had been built. The fire is bad. You know, that's got the book burning vibe. I get it. Yeah. I didn't set anything on fire. They said they were just going to blow up some records. And then, you know, we clear the field and... The, ga- the game two would begin, but uh, they hmm. put a little bit too much powder in the uh, yeah in the thing, and and plus vinyl is it turns out very flammable, yeah, because it's a petroleum mm. product, which apparently they didn't know that or something. So the you know the fire does have a bad you know a book burning vibe to it, and then yes. I am dressed as a paramilitary. Guy. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, I get it, but if you just take the time to let me explain it to you, you know. In the middle of center field, police tried to clear the unruly crowd, pushed them out, finally got them off the field, although, again, it took a long time, perhaps some arrests, it's hard to tell, some people appear to be taken into custody. We don't know the exact nature of uh, everything that's gone on out there so far, but New Center 5 staffer Mike Pumo oh, I think is, is Jim, I think that is my man Jim Ruddle. Nice. Take it, Ruddle. Take it. Right, there at uh, Comiskey Park, and we have him on the phone right now. Mike? Hello. Jim. Yes, what's the, what's the current situation? They just canceled the second game. They canceled the second game because the... Uh, the field is unplayable, as determined by the umpires. Also, would they have run into a problem with the fact that uh, they had such a long delay because of this? Yeah, there's a 1 a.m. curfew, and uh, so they would have had to complete the game. But no injuries were reported in the melee. This jockey doll has held two... Melee? <laughs> melee. I mispronounced that word because I hadn't written the script myself, and it came... That's kind of like, and I'm Ron Burgundy? In the melee. Similar rallies to stage blow-ups of disco records, each one resulting in a similar disturbance by youthful crowds. As there we- were a couple, couple of indicators. There was the Point East riot, and then there was the, oh, what was the name of that bar? There was a little trouble at a bar in, out in Hangover Park. Hmm. Whatever. Hey, wasn't my idea. You say the I was just bl- uh, hey all I was doing was blowing up records on the air with the sound effect. The second game bonfire in center field, and they also ripped up some turf in front of the pitcher's mound, about a foot a foot wide and about ten twelve feet long. And uh, they had a meeting. This is better for the pit. Is more room for the pitcher mm-hmm. to take it a bigger stride to get you know put a little bit extra mustard on the ball. Sparky Anderson and Don Kessinger and Bill Beck and one of the supervisors of the umpires was here along with the head umpire. And uh, after that meeting, I guess they've decided to cancel the game. Okay. Any injuries that you know of? Not that I know of. Uh, we have no reports of any arrests either as of right now. Greg Gumbel's got some 
more on that for well, you us know, right now. I've been planning to, to cover that particular story for about yeah. a week and a half now, and the disc jockey involved, Steve Is Dahl. Is that the guy who was cracking the record yeah, of the Yeah, you'll see him in a second. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't really plan to have anything like this happen. And, uh, you know, I know he's probably going to catch a lot of flack for it, yeah. and it's undeserved. But, you know, we'll talk more about okay. that as the week goes on. A packed house Thanks, out Greg. at Comiskey Park tonight on Teen Night. And there was more happening, of course, than just the Twi Night doubleheader scheduled with the Detroit Tigers. In that first game, and the only game, as it turned out, the Tigers practically stole White Sox catcher Mike Colburn blind in game one. They got their first run on Colburn's wild throw to second base, and then they scored their first run, and Tom, or second run. Tom Brookins tripled into the left field corner to make it a two-to-nothing game. Greg Pryor drove in the only White Sox run of the game with a triple down into the left field corner, and here comes Rusty Torres around to score, but the Tigers went on to win it by a score of four-to-one, and of course, game two was canceled with all the activities happening out between games. Then on team night, WLUP held a disco demonstration. We'll talk about that a little bit more, too. But game two was canceled out there this evening. As we said, uh, between game activities, the main attraction... Just looking at the Sox highlights from game one, you're, you know, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. They're running around in their pajamas. <laughs> Disco demolition spearheaded by morning radio man Steve Dahl and his anti-disco army called the Insane Coho Lips. Earlier, I asked Steve just what he has against disco. Well, the first thing I have against it is that I can never find a white three-piece suit that fits me off the rack. So I hate the taste of pina coladas. I don't, I'm allergic to gold jewelry, so there's nothing there for me. Uh, I'm a cheapskate. I don't like to waste a lot of money at home, you know, in terms of my electrical bill, and you have to spend so much time blow-drying your hair. It's a waste. That doesn't really sound that, like, homophobic or racist to me. No. Not coming through there. No, it's just, you're, that's you're all cra- it ever was, was that stupid shit like that. You're cracking up, Gumble. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to point out he's African-American. A black mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm ecologically meaningful and cheap, so I'm not into it. I'd like to, uh, if I could, show you how we uh, destroy the disco records. Oh, this is always fun. And uh, this is how I do it. I have to kind of get worked up a little bit. Psych job. Yeah, I chant to myself, <laughs> coho lips, coho lips, and then I just... That felt good. Well, worthy as the cause may be, the idea of the game was to blow up disco records in a box out in the middle of center field. That did happen, but after that is when the fans overran the field. We have other baseball news today. The Cubs. (laughs) All right, that's on YouTube also. Whoa. whoa. Huh? What was the Cubs news? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. The Steve Dahl Show is done right now. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month. So I recommend going to Dahl.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.